You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. I'm Kaleeb. And I'm Rachel Kukuchi. So, as always, we have a great show lined up for you guys, so let's get started with Wacky World. Wow. I don't believe it. There's something you don't see every day. All right. We got to play the Florida Man headline for this one because... Florida Man accused of stealing bulldozer to dig out Biden signs. (laughs) Nice. So this guy allegedly got drunk, stole a bulldozer, and terrorized people who had Joe Biden signs in their yard in this random neighborhood in, in Florida. <laughs> so now we know why Florida was red this election. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> of this guy, single-handedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claims, I've been drunk, drinking all whiskey all day and I don't remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah, just like that. Uh, however, um, the police did not perform a sobriety test on him so we don't really know what was going on mm. i think it sounds kind of like a cop-out to me cop-out it's like it's like uh <laughs> <laughs> like claiming uh insanity right right yeah <laughs> just know? a little bit yeah i mean i was drinking i, I thought there was some trump signs <laughs> oh i've known some people to do that <laughs> both Not those the- trump signs <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true no the claiming intoxicate blaming intoxication on decisions mm. and oh yeah that's a classic oh yeah uh, um, so he was charged with trespassing on a construction site to steal the bulldozer, which mm. I should add, it's not actually a bulldozer. Yeah. It's a front loader. Big difference. Yeah. Anyone so, who watched Bob the Builder can tell you that. I'm happy to fact check this article. Um, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> so he was charged with trespassing on the construction site and grand theft auto. Is it auto? I guess. I mean, well, what else do you say? Truck? Yeah. Grand theft. Machinery? Yeah, I, I, technically it is an automobile. Nick, what you got? <laughs> All right. Indian con artists sell, quote, genuine genie lamp for $93,000. That sounds kind of like a low price mm. to me. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, for and a genuine one. Any wish you want, $93,000. It is alleged that the two con artists conjured up a fake genie to trick their victim, a Mr. Khan, into handing over the cash in India somewhere this would only happen in India. So uh, Khan wanted to buy the genie from them, but first he wanted a demonstration. And so the two men performed the demonstration where it looked like a genie emerged from the lamp after he <laughs> after he rubbed it, you know, how, how, that, how that works. Uh, so after he purchased it, they told him that he could not uh, touch the genie because they would give him uh, bad luck. But eventually, uh. after he got it home, he realized that, there was no genie inside, and that what he had seen was one of the men in a costume. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> this guy is dumb as a box of rocks, dude. I was going to ask if this guy was intoxicated. <laughs> so immediately, he contacts the police when he realized that the lamp didn't have any magical powers. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Imagine getting that 911 call. <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> they sold me a fake genie lamp, man. <laughs> what? He ain't got no powers? <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I wonder what the costume looked like. I wonder if they went more like a Will Smith look or yeah, like yeah. a Robin like like paint him blue. Yeah. yeah. How Shave would, him bald. How would they do that? Like a turn around and when you turn back around, the genie's gonna be here. 
What if they bought like a fog machine? Right. Like stuck yeah. It, stuck like it in the lamp. In between <laughs> the lamp and the uh-huh. guy, I was gonna say, and they just goes poof, and then the guy shows up. Or it's like one of those tricks. Have you seen? It's gonna be a little hard to explain yeah. with my words. Those tricks when people raise up their blanket to scare their dog, and when they drop it, they oh, move out of the yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Door. Yep. So the two men, the two con artists, were arrested and are still in custody. Apparently, this was not the first guy who they oh, gypped boy. with this. I know every they, sixty. They probably got pretty good at it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have respect for them. Every sixty seconds in India, a minute passes, and a sucker is born every minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> think about that. All right, my story. After accidentally being left behind at a motorway service station, a seven-year-old dog reportedly managed to walk all the way back to his home. So this dog, known as Dodo, walked 30... (laughs) That's not how you pronounce that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what sound does O-U make, Rachel? Dodo. (laughs) (laughs) The dog, known as Dowdow, walked... That's not how you pronounce that. If there was a U, th- if there was a Y there instead of a D, how would you say it? Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> do The dog known as Doodoo walked. 30 <laughs> <laughs> he walked thirty-seven miles to be reunited with its family, according to a Hangzhou-based newspaper. Not convinced this is real, but okay. Apparently, the owner had been traveling with the dog and his family from Hangzhou to visit relatives in the countryside, and they stopped at the Tonglu service station to look after their child, believing that the dog was in the car the whole time. However, when they arrived home several hours later, they realized this wasn't the case, and Doodoo was nowhere to be found. The next day, the family returned to the service station in hopes of finding their pet, but had no luck. Time passed, and they instead began hoping someone kind had taken in their dog. Then one day, a dirty, gaunt, stray dog turned up on their doorstep. Doodoo had returned to the house, (laughs) but he was almost unrecognizable. But the owner said, apart from being skinnier than before, Doodoo was still the same self. So they also had dog experts weigh in. Speaking to the same publication, dog experts branded Doodoo's behavior incredible, <laughs> but warned other owners to be more vigilant with their pets when traveling, as it was <laughs> mo- it was most likely a fluke that the dog found its own way home. <laughs> and they added that there's no guarantee that another animal would be able to do the same thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Incredible Journey? <laughs> No, uh. but I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Any words to weigh in or just laugh? <laughs> I got nothing. I'm at a loss for words right now. <laughs> Dog got your tongue. <laughs> and you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And speaking of childish shenanigans... <laughs> We've got Maddie on the show to tell us about uh, a prank that you did last year, right? Uh, no, it was my sophomore year, actually. This oh, was a while ago. two years ago. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have seen those pranks all over the internet um, with the fake subscription text messages. That uh-huh. So mm-hmm. someone will, you know, find the friend's number and text them from an unknown number and then, you know, make them think they've subscribed to some ridiculous thing. And so right, I right. really wanted to try this with one of my good friends who were taking a physics class together um, and he didn't have my number. So I got his number because um, there was a full uh, 
class list of all of our contact information, <laughs> but he didn't have mine. So one Sunday, I texted him, welcome to Insectopedia, your source for daily bug facts. And so basically, every day around noon, I would text him a bug fact. Um, so I tried to keep it uh, as automated looking as possible, which is why I would do it around the same time. Um, so I always had, you know, several on backup because part of the my fake mechanism was that every time he would text my number, I would send him a bug fact, just <laughs> like it was a subscription service. Um, so I always had to have several lined up just in case he texted me um and so i kept going for a while and so uh it ended up uh i ended up getting some help from one of my hallmates um because this my victim was in woodwind quintet and so was she so i ended up mentioning this to her so um she ended up uh, really protecting me and being able to uh, help me keep this going for a long time um because he would go to woodwind quintet every week and tell all of his um uh woodwind quintet members about uh this thing that was going on is I keep getting these text messages I think it's a prank and I'm from Florida and so uh my friend told me that he said the area code is from Florida but I don't know anyone from Florida who would do that Cue the Florida <laughs> <laughs> so um one day the bassoonist in the quintet said well give me the number and I'll text it and we'll see if we get a bug fact reply and if we do then it must be real so then I'm sitting in AJ's texting him the bug facts and so I get a text from my hallmate who says, the unknown number is the bassoonist. Pretend to be bug facts. And then immediately <laughs> I get this random text that says, hello. And so I just said, welcome to Insectopedia. Here's your <laughs> bug facts. Oh, <laughs> so, so nice. They thought it was real. Wait, so you did this every day? I did it every single day. Wow. For how long? Um, for This was multiple weeks, and it got pretty complex. So wow. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to get him to try to unsubscribe from it. I was trying to make it as annoying as possible. <laughs> I would write all these, like, oh, just terrible puns that went along with each bug fact, and I would send those along with it. Um, and so I would always say, to unsubscribe, uh, text stop, uh, to try and get him to do it, because then I was going to you know, put him through this whole rigmarole and like, make, it, <laughs> make it impossible to unsubscribe from right. bug facts but he never would take the bait um and so huh. one day i found out why because i was sitting um in aj studying with him and he got this other just it was uh just serendipitous he got this random phone call and the area code was orlando florida and so i realized Ooh. oh no he's gonna remember and he's gonna try to tell me about the bug facts uh -huh. and that's exactly what happened so he turns to me and says oh my gosh i have to tell you about something i've been getting all these text messages um, and it's from this Florida number. And of course, I just have to be like, oh, my word, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I really had been wondering, why would he not take the bait? And so I said, well, um, can't you just like unsubscribe from it? And he said, well, I mean, I could block the number, but I kind of like it. <laughs> 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 so I picked the one person on this campus who actually enjoyed getting bug facts. Uh -huh. He proceeded to read me some of my own puns. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Laugh along. <laughs> you have to pretend you like them. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, I've, of course, I was determined to try and get him to unsubscribe. So I started to expand the the facts. I sent him another text message that said, uh, "Due to your interest in bug facts, uh, we think our algorithms have indicated that you may be interested in our affiliate subscriptions. So please reply." And I gave him a whole list, like seven different oh, no. uh, things, and they all had their own. You know, like just like Encyclopedia, I had. Um, uh, lion lexicon and buffalo bulletin oh and dinosaur directory wow. i had what oh, about deer no. there were multiple and he applied he replied with the number of every subscription available oh, no. <laughs> okay that is so karma that is <laughs> wow it really was because it, really i started taking about half an hour 
every day just to find the facts. <laughs> and so oh my God. it was taking up so much of my time. So and how did it end? <laughs> well, that's when I had to end it because it was t- I was you know missing out on doing homework because of, the <laughs> <laughs> of all these facts. <laughs> hey, you were learning. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was like a six-credit class all on its own. <laughs> so the way I finally ended it was we were sitting in AJ's studying one day and I sent him a text that said, would you like to subscribe to so-and-so facts with his name? <laughs> and so he turns to me, he goes, oh my gosh, um, someone uh, is pranking me. It's actually not real. And so then I was like, well, reply and see what <laughs> happens. And then I sent him another text and it said, they're sitting next to the person who sent him <laughs> all these facts. <laughs> oh, it's really, f- yeah, so it was a good time. So were all these facts like, Real facts. They were real facts. I actually learned a lot. It was really <laughs> interesting. No, no, no. Can you share they, any they of those truth, facts? Not with oh, facts. Truth, well, I can. Not okay, facts. so there was one. The one that he read back to me when we were in ages is the one I remember. It's about this bug called a backswimmer, and it said that male backswimmers will make a sound underwater, much like a cricket, to attract uh, female backswimmers. And my pun was. <laughs> How flowmantic. <laughs> 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 and so that was the one he picked to read Oh my to me. goodness. Yeah. yeah. That has to be one of the I wonder, most. I, what I want to know is <laughs> the fact that he read back to you the flowmantic thing is like, Maybe he just liked you all along and he knew it was you. Oh and my. so he just liked all the texts. <laughs> he liked that you were texting him every day. Well, here's the thing. I There was another reason he was so convinced that it was real. And that's because one day I was in the music hall. And I was just practicing, and he called my number. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of panicked, but I had actually disabled my voicemail earlier when I started this to make sure that if he called me, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't pick up Jeez. with my name. <laughs> and so then I just let it go to voicemail, and then I sent him this message in, in little carrot brackets. Uh-huh. It said, command not recognized, <laughs> and then another bug fact. And then he called me again and left a voicemail, but I just replied, command not recognized with the bug fact. Oh, wow. So I'm pretty sure that for mm. a little bit at least, I had him, I had him convinced that he'd been subscribed to that's amazing that's he was kind of sad that's gotta, be, <laughs> oh. that's gotta be the most elaborate <laughs> prank i've ever heard of it yeah it's pretty so ridiculous much fun. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta remember that one <laughs> yeah i mean you know i feel like there's a lot of opportunities besides bug facts for like weird you know subscriptions like getting rid of unwanted <laughs> yeah you know people with your number you could have gotten <laughs> him to unsubscribe really quickly if you started sending him like go out and vote yeah we've heard enough of that that in the past couple months (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for joining us maddie thanks for having me if you ever have any other pranks (laughs) let us know we'd love to have you back i don't think any could top the uh the lab prank (laughs) (laughs) lab prank oh do share uh (laughs) moving on yeah we we don't have time (laughs) for that maybe another time we gotta we gotta keep the we got to keep some ammunition. Lab pranks tend to be safety hazards. That's so. very true. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 11.7 FM. And now we're going to talk about a little something that's still timely because it's still happening. Yep. The election. It's like you get to December 25th and Santa Claus didn't arrive. And it wasn't because you were bad kids. It was just because... I don't know. It's like he San- decided it's like to mail you. It's like Santa arrived and gave you all the wrong gifts no, and then has to come back and like resort through everything every dude. night for a week. No, and then some of your gifts just disappear. Yeah. And then Santa the Cla- just reappears. Dude, Santa Claus is just going to deliver more ballots. I hope you all know that. Because <laughs> it'll still be going on December exactly. 25th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have found another batch of ballots. <laughs> no, I, I heard this thing that about how, I believe this was in Arizona, 
the director of the ballot counting, whatever his name is, in the <laughs> I know I I clearly did not read this article super closely, but the thing that stuck out to me was about how apparently this morning he said that morning of Thursday, November fifth, when we're recording, he said that there's twenty four thousand ballots left to count, and then later in the day they were like, actually there's sixty thousand ballots left to count. They're breeding like rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Where are they coming from? It's a very 2020 thing to happen. It's just, it's like March 13th, you know, Mm. two weeks to slow the spread. Right. (laughs) Now it's been what? 10 months? Yeah. Not 10 months. That would be. Yeah. See, at least on America's Got Talent, you get the election results in like 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. How is that? Yeah. You have a national election on America's Got Talent and you know who wins like that night. Right. But yet we can't elect our president. That's because much less people vote on America's Got Talent. I don't know. Speaking right. of more people voting, my home state of Wisconsin <laughs> had something like a 102% voter turnout or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was over 100% for sure. Yeah. Where do you guys think all those extra ballots came from? <laughs> all the extra voters? They're little like gnomes that live in Wisconsin yeah. that vote. Yeah. That's the only thing Let they tell do. You, my grandpa has been dead for 10 years. This is the first time he's ever voted Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the crucial part. It's my grandfather, his whole life, he voted Republican. And then he died. <laughs> and now he's voting Democrat. <laughs> and that's that's the end of the joke. And, he died. And, and then he died. I don't know. Well, I will I will say I did only vote once. So, yeah, I think. Well, I don't really know for sure. You know what they say, vote early, vote often. That's right. <laughs> Some words to live by, especially in battleground states. I yes. saw I saw this thing how Nevada is counting votes. Okay. Oh man, that's pretty good. Start back at one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And when they see Trump wins, up uh, start back at one. Yeah. <laughs> Can't call it. <laughs> you know what they really should have done for this election is they really should have campaigned a lot more for uh, the dead votes. Yeah, Donald Trump. They just really yeah. didn't target that. Group. Really, really no convincing arguments yeah. for them to yeah. gain any votes from that segment mm-hmm. of our population mm-hmm. i saw another um meme this is another good one to share it just occurred to me that this election is following the plot of the notebook a white house mail that wasn't received a lot of fighting it wasn't over it still isn't over <laughs> <laughs> nice. and i when my friend sent this to me i said yeah i hate that movie <laughs> i hate this movie too yeah. I, ha- I hate that movie so much i've never seen it well there is one election, at least, that has a happy ending. The town of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky, has elected a dog as its mayor. How is this legal? I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. The The French bulldog named Wilbur Beast won the race yeah. with 13,143 votes. Wow. Dang. How many of them do you think were dead? <laughs> um, How many of them do you think were dogs? If they're electing a dog, can the dogs vote? How many of them do you think voted for Biden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's not the first canine in chief, is what they call it. The community has been uh, doing it as a fundraiser since the 1990s. Oh. It's kind of neat. So they kind of elect the dog as like a little fun thing that they do. Does he like actually stay mayor? Yeah, I don't know what he actually does. Oh wait, hold on. He has a spokesperson. Wow. Hmm. That's hmm. suspicious. 
<laughs> Who's really running the town here? The, the power behind the throne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, twenty-two thousand votes were cast, and he won well over half of them. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, you can actually contact the dog. Like, if you have any civic concerns, you can reach out to the dog on social media, and they claim that he'll be quote all ears because he's a dog. <laughs> get it? That's the joke. So speaking of live election updates, I've got another update for you. Uh, Captain Hussein on Instagram actually just got 10 followers. Let's go. Which is the cap we needed to get a proof of life call from Phil. So we should be expecting that next week, right? That's right. So the uh, the 10th follower is the Hillsdale Farmers Market. <laughs> Thank you very much for reaching out and saving Phil Andrew's life. Thank oh. you to the Hillsdale Farmers Market. <laughs> We will hear from Phil next week. We will get confirmation from Captain Usain, and hopefully we can bring Phil back alive. That's right. Apparently the Farmer's Market has an Instagram, so go follow them. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to the Hillsdale Farmer's Market. Thank you, and tune in next week.